This episode is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. It's a Sunday afternoon. I it feels like months have gone by since we talked. What the Sunday feel is different. It is very different. I don't know if I like it. It is I don't know if I love it either. Yeah. Oh shit. Like the midweek Wednesday really helped me like get over the week and it was like I, I was raring to go and then Sunday it feels like I feel like a week from last Sunday feels like a month. Yes. And I haven't talked to you and I, I, I need to catch up. We need to catch up. I know. And it's also like processing everything. Like you kind of digest everything by Saturday. Like you like get rid of yeah. the week. Yeah. You're like. Total. Yeah. Everything is like, yeah, you, you get rid of it. And then by Sunday, you're like, I don't want to think about last week. Yeah. I want to think about the coming week. I'm trying to move on with my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to. Yeah. I don't know if this Sunday thing's working because we're too, like, well adjusted by Sunday, I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's our, like, latent Christianity coming out. <laughs> there is something about the Sabbath where you're just, like, resting and you're trying to yes. process things. Yes. That is certainly something. I don't, I don't know what. You're. Especially also it's Labor Day weekend. So I think it's like extra like we're relaxed, you know? Yeah. Are you, do are you doing stuff for this weekend? I'm going to the beach for Labor Day. This comes out on Labor Day. So I, I hope you guys are having a great time uh, not being at work. Yeah. If you are at work and you have to listen to this podcast, I am so sorry. And we have you not have done do a good that. enough job servicing you. We as a yeah. as the People's Party have not done well enough for you. <laughs> I was telling I was telling uh, my son about like the origins of Labor Day and it was like how we are workers and like I'm a worker and then I pointed to their his father and was like he's management. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> We're the proletariat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the bourgeoisie. It's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I have I have the silver from before the Tsar uh, to to prove it. Like his family was like recently been giving us silver from before the revolution. I'm just like, uh, why oh, didn't we? Really? Yeah. And Wait, literally, is that worth a lot of money? I, I have no idea, but I'm just like, in my mind, I was like, next time. I would get it appraised immediately. You know what? This is how fucked up I am. In my mind, I was like, next time, the next revolution, we have to be more thorough. <laughs> As in what? Get more silver or get or, better? Get all of it. Metals. So they're going to get scurry all this shit away. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it's, wow. it's yeah, it, I'm sure it's, That's nice it's I'm sure it's very expensive. Jewel yeah, you're getting like historic jewelry from your husband's family. That's pretty fucking crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> it's not jewelry. It's like silver. Oh, like, like silverware. Yeah. Like the shit that like, it's like, like forks and shit. Yeah. Like it's impressed uh, with the, 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 um, what is it? The logo of the, the family No, of the Tsar. Oh, wait, how did they get that? Because it's a fancy shit. Because they were a part of the bourgeoisie. Like his grandfather's family was incredibly wealthy, and so they could afford uh, like anything they that was fealty to the czar. Yeah. And then the czar gave away imprinted silverware. I don't know. I have no idea how this works. I, I never grew up in a time. I'm glad that you got a, a historic piece of uh, an object from history, and you didn't bother to ask. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I was like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Like. Dirty silver, like thanks for this chore. Um, like, yeah. I mean, you don't use it. Like, when would you ever have occasion to use something like that? 
You don't use shit like that. You just display it. I mean, you polish the, it and display it. I mean, it's the same thing. You put with, it on. It, it, yeah. You don't know, but people don't even have china cabinets anymore. I don't understand what the fuck's going on with that. Because I'm moving into a place with a built-in hutch. Yes. And I'm about to display every piece of china I have. Ah. Which is zero. Which is zero right now, but I'm starting a collection. <laughs> I'll send you something. I'll send you something. It's fine bone. Fine bone. Ooh, love that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you'll never be able to use it because you have to wash it by hand. No. You can't use no, it. It's no. just purely for decorative purposes i don't know i like i just there's no utilitarian like we live in a different sort of ex- we live a different existence i now. have silverware from costco for eating we're fine exactly right? we don't need, yeah we're it's, trying, it's yeah, labor day need, it's function yeah. take a break i hope you're enjoying your labor day and hope that you're not working i'm very excited for labor day what are you doing we, I am going to be uh, engaging in labor. I am going to uh, caring for my family and stuff like shit. Like, oh, by the way, that was the thing. I wanted to start it off by saying from last week, inspiration. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I wanted to bring it back and just mention. I have thought about it, and I do know who my inspiration is, and it is all fucking working. Oh. It's all working mothers. Working mothers to okay. me are bring me inspiration all the time. I talk to them occasionally. They get, mm. get just given my attitude. They think I'm also a working mother. I don't let them believe otherwise. But like, I mean, it's you just, are a working mother. <laughs> yes, I am a working mother. But you know, it's like. The level of like organization, the way that a family runs, a household runs, totally because of a, a mom, because of a woman who's also doing a bunch mm. of other shit and man- maintaining her body, herself, and her sanity, and her family. Absolutely. It's like truly a fucking inspiration. Like I cannot tell Shout you how out many. Shout to all the moms. Out yes, there. truly. Like it's not I... even Mother's Day. It's Labor's yeah. Day. <laughs> And they're the ones doing Labor's the fucking the, labor. They're the ones. They're the doing, one laboring. Yeah. They're the one going into labor and they're doing all the hard work. All mental, of it. emotional, and physical. Thank you. Keeping Thank the you. books for the family. Yes. What's the dad doing, huh? Not enough. Speaking of which, I, I know this is already starting off haywire, but <laughs> I can't not mention what's going on with Texas right now. Oh my Speaking God. Speaking of mothers. That's what happened. That's what got me started. Yeah. Do you see what Bet uh, Bet Midler posted on Twitter? I I've been saying this for years. Do not fuck men anymore. Yeah. Stop fucking men until you have the right to live like a man. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucked. And and this is coming from a, a, someone who is a man. Yeah. I don't think maybe maybe I'll stop fucking men too. <laughs> As a like allyship, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the fuck is happening? Like, if you guys don't know, I'm sure you all know. Yeah. Texas has uh, basically gone back to the Stone Age and now is making abortion illegal after six weeks. Yeah. No matter what the situation is. Yeah. Basically rolling back Roe v. Wade. In a very nefarious and- way. Uh-huh. It's a tricky ass fucking bill that they cannot rule on. And it's not actually something that the Planned Parenthood or any sort of advocacy people can sue because of the way they've constructed this bill. And it's fucking yeah. sneaky. And it's the, the conservatives have been working on creating a fucking, I'm sure, some Weasley Dartmouth graduation. Tank. Yes. Uh, come for Dartmouth one more yes, time, please. Some Weasley this Dartmouth. This is part two fucking, from last week. <laughs> the Weasley Dartmouth grad was like working diligently, doing whatever, wearing some fucking Alex P. Keaton ass shirt. And then was like working <laughs> late night and was Alex like. <laughs> was like, yes, I've got it. We'll have it that everyone who's involved can be sued, but none of the legislators are held responsible. 
And so if I can't have women, then women can't live. Yes. And that and that's <laughs> that's the we It's in cell behavior. It is such deep so deeply in cell behavior. And that is honestly the that's one hundred percent the reason why um the clinics have closed down because typically we'd go back people would go back into court immediately they'd file again yeah. the emergency thing that they filed within the supreme court is like a judgment about whether or not this specific um it's not about the constitutionality itself at all so it's not that the supreme court did not rule on it it was just talking about the specific thing about it i, I don't know i don't remember exactly but it's not about the constitutionality they didn't rule it. on it at all no. they decided not to even take it take on. Out, take it on so that's the Weasley ass way of being able to do this. And it's like mm-hmm. so devastating. I mean, it's 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 Stonehenge. It's it's Stone Age. It's it's going back before it's barbaric. Like it's, this it's, is not a, this is what a civilized society should be doing. This is uh, this is um, pr- it's a post women being able to vote pre women having access to birth control pre women having uh, access to uh being able to get jobs and have bank accounts. It's like, we're in the 50s here. This is rolling back mm-hmm. to the fucking 50s. And, and clinics are apparently I really guess MAGA afraid. did it. They made America great again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, a, a, world with no, fuck, a world with no women in the workforce. Even though it's mm-hmm. like, that, not at all the reality. Well, you heard what's going on in China now. Did you mm-hmm. hear that? Xi Jinping, fucking dictator for life. Yeah. He handed down a law saying that um, China men. will now ban the the picture and video of Depiction, effeminate yes. men. Of effeminate men, yeah. On TV and film. I mean, what the fuck does that even mean? What does that even like? What if a man cries? Uh, if a man does anything that a man's not supposed to do and where does that even come from is that xi jinping like we have to all be like kim jong-un now you know have his haircut the manliest man of the universe like what the fuck are you even talking about do you know how many people are in your country there's no way like they are asking for revolution they're begging for revolution and like i don't know like and they're begging for it because they know they can quash it and yeah, and we're go we're go, we're going exactly the same way. Yeah. Taliban taking over Afghanistan. I mean, these cons- this week also these conservatives came out on the news saying like, um, yeah, we really love what the Taliban's doing. Like, take your country back. Uh. Like, what are you fucking talking about? After you got us into a, a, an endless war after nine eleven, like, what the fuck are you even saying? Like, people have such it, it, it's it, it's hard to be. It's hard to be an American, <laughs> that bar none. That's what it turns out to be, is that there we are so undereducated massively and underprivileged. Um, like, there's so many fucking poor people yeah. and thus undereducated people that they're they're singing the the value systems of their own oppressors. <laughs> it's, I, I just, I, you know, I it's was, wild. It, it's, you know, when I was... I was trying to recall this like time in which, you know, I grew up in a in a town specifically Warren Grove, Skokie, where I see cabs everywhere. Like they these cabbies, there were yellow cabbies that would be able to drive in the city, drive around, have a fucking job, go and live in a nice suburb, send their kids to a fine school, and lead a really regular middle ass existence, middle class ass existence, right? And that's 
I'm talking, he just worked, the mom would sometimes work a part-time job or some shit once the kids were a little older, like that fucking middle-class existence. And now it's just Uber drivers who are doing it for sustenance and that's only gigs. We're getting rid of that. So mm-hmm. no one can do that job. And if you are making $60,000 as a family, I mean, my parents never made more than $50,000 as a family of three. As a family. As a family. Yes. Exactly. And like, and I know I the never. The whole crew is yes. making 50k. <laughs> and I would never have thought. I never. That would includes have thought. your like child labor as yes, well. That's right. That's right. I worked at that fucking dry cleaner for free. Like, I was watching. By the way, have you watched this Donut King? The Donut King. It's on H. It's on Hulu. It's about the Cambodian donut run. The Cambodian run donut shops in L.A. Specifically in California. Oh, okay. Because there's no Dunkin' yeah. out there. No, it's Yum Yum Donuts. Yes. Yeah, that's like the big thing here. And it's a lot of... I didn't realize they were Cambodian. I thought they were of Chinese descent, but I yeah, guess... Like they're Chinese, yeah, they're Chinese, ethnically Chinese Cambodians, Chinese a lot Cambodians. of them. Cambodians. Yes. Ah, uh, okay, so okay. A, a lot of them are. And then there's like a whole bunch of... So they're all Cambodian. It's like about that immigrant population and very specifically about the free labor and like first generation, how they able to compete with the big chains was because they had these families that just work for free. And like the, the way that these people no are- No overhead. No overhead. And it's like, and you can't sustain that shit. So, no. and, it's, and that's the reason why they're starting to run out. I mean, it's the same thing with a lot of places, you know, a lot of immigrants. But yeah. what was interesting is like, they were talking to the people and they're talking about the prices of shit. And I'm telling you, I was laughing out loud. I was like, oh my God, the price of one drive <laughs> I one dollar a shirt. I remember it went up to three dollars. Oh like my God. the prices of shit. That shit's ingrained in you. Like the way that you take down the t- uh-huh. ticket, you snap off the yellow, you staple. Like I could do that shit in my sleep. I could. So, I'm surprised you don't have stress dreams about it. <laughs> no, I mean I I used to. That would like, traumatize me. Yeah, I mean just like the pulling it down. Like I could do that shit in my sleep. You did it every day yeah. after school. You did it during the summer. It's like. That sort of memory about the price of stuff was just so deeply yeah. ingrained in me. Like, I can't even, oh my God. Yeah, it is really so. But that's a middle class existence. Like, I never would have thought yeah. that I was, I mean, I was like, there were certain points in our uh, lives where we were certainly lower middle class, and I remember stressing about money, but never in my mind would have ever characterized myself as anything but like what everyone else was. Like, I never felt l- like less than. Less than. You know, yeah. like, because also I'm very self-centered. So, like, even though kids at my uh, in my high school were like going to Vail and Aspen, it never yeah. occurred to me that I would. I was just like, that's just white people shit. It is. I mean, it is. It is. But For it, 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 lack it, of a better term, but it I, is. But like, because there were so many other immigrants there, it wasn't like we all right. just you know went to the park. The people who look like you did the stuff you did. Yeah, so it never felt and like weird. the white weird. kids went to Vail. Yeah. yeah. And then, and the, yeah. you know, like whatever. It's like that's their existence and we went to the park with the cooler. Like, you know, that was, that, it didn't. <laughs> oh I my didn't. God, the park. What <laughs> <laughs> ah, The barbecues. Yeah. The yahe. The yes. kue yahe. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the pastor's like giving the sermon outside. Everyone's like, can we just go throwing balloons? Like, we just want to get to the games. Games, yes. Pastor Saul, let us play. You don't want your fucking sermon out and there's, you know, like another like Mexican family having a birthday party next door. Like, come we on. Can, we can see the subak. It is yeah. sweating. Please <laughs> let us get to the subak. The tangmyeon, the, the, the uh, what's it called? Um, uh, oh, chapche. Yeah. You know, like, 
Chapcha is the easiest, cheapest thing to make. So people, everyone during the QAIs yeah. would all bring chapcha. So we would have overloaded chapcha on so the table. So much chapcha. I couldn't eat chapcha for like And there'd be like, like one plate of Elay Khaibi yes. from like the rich family that brought it. And we're all like, okay, we all get like one, one bar. One bar. <laughs> Not even a complete bar to yourself, you know? Yeah. Like the third, the section that you cut off. You have, to call, you have to call the bill. Like you like, yeah. Someone has to eat the. And you better suck that tendon right yes, off, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's, I mean, like it's I never labor. thought. Yeah, it's but I like we. But I never thought about less of myself. I never thought that at all. Like because I even that's, in contrast. That's good. Yeah. That's th because you're, you weren't the Until only college. like yeah. poor Asian girl around mm -hmm. white kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. We grew up around immigrants, so we had a community of suffering. Yeah. So we all, we all kind of looked at each other like, <sighs> yeah. you know, like, I go, and just like, <laughs> and the whole like getting together and creating your little poor community together. Yeah. That that's how we lived. But there are a lot of Koreans They're and very Korean rich American now. Ado adoptees. Yeah. Very rich now, but like those who are like, I don't know, whose dad was a professor or something like that like something yeah, but they didn't live in my they didn't live in my i mean they went to my church but they didn't live in my neighborhood they didn't go to my high school you that's know? He, yeah they weren't your socioeconomic no 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 they, they were lived in Northbrook. Rough, but, yeah but they, they were like the they were the poorest out of their group sure you know so yeah. like they kind of had it a little worse almost because they're like we're richer than these other fucking koreans but all our neighbors yes. are Jewish and white. Yes. And we can't even compete with them. But that's the thing. I actually felt, I feel like that is worse. I feel bad for them. Yeah, that's yes, actually right? worse. Because they felt we didn't it have to compete acutely. with the whites. Yes, I did not. I mean, it was yeah. just more like, oh, yeah. And also, because my parents were tailors, like, they could always take everything from Old Navy and make it look like it from the Limited too. You know, like, it Well, could... there you go. It's all about the fit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, know, I never felt that. And it was like, I actually felt more because I remember... Do, to playing tennis with this girl from Deerfield, and she was like that, and it, and she felt that, oh. and she, and you know, she, but she was still driving a tennis Lexus. in Deerfield sounds so like upper crust. Yeah, and it was my mom like it was like crazy like we had to do Mr. So like oh, like let me play and like for free for sometimes, and he would like mm -hmm. I just I'll never forget like the way that he would smoke and like come, I mean he was he was like a, a, a um, loomed large in the Korean American community because of this tennis thing. But like, yeah, he gave my parents a discounted rate. Like, you know, he wanted to have Korean kids mm -hmm. play tennis. It was like a thing with him, you know? But yeah, like, I yeah. remember like her driving that like older Lexus and like drive, and it was just like, she just looked lonely. I mean, she was a Korean girl with huge breasts and I remember her being sad. I was just like, what could be wrong with your life? What could be wrong with your life? <laughs> You're like slapping her. Get your shit together, sis. Your tatas are huge. <laughs> you're good at tennis. You're rich. And, <laughs> you're and rich. You're rich. You got huge bazongs. Yeah, and you're good at tennis. You know, and you're pretty mean, so I'm pretty sure you're popular at your school. Like, <laughs> yeah, thine cup overfloweth, bitch. The fuck, smile. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, so that for that I'm grateful, you know. But like that sort of like middle class existence is so rapidly disappearing, and like that's the reality of what we're facing. Like this like culture war mm. shit, like. That vacuum and this belief that the same sort of American dream bullshit that, you know, I think both of our parents, maybe both sets of our parents, and I think maybe among the lower middle class Koreans, they don't have the same sort of attitude about like everybody has the same opportunity here. No. And that, 
My parents have certainly like I think gotten that less like that. They've become that less sucks. like that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And I, I, I'm hoping that it's it's becoming less and less. But because you don't, why come to America or any other country and and live in the same shitty way you lived in your own country and yes. be stepped on racially? Yeah. The fuck? Why? Just to avoid communism? Fuck that. Get me back to Pyongyang. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> If I have to be poor here and be stepped on racially, I'd rather fucking live in Pyongyang and try to climb the ropes and be Kim Jong-un's sisters like nail salon, you know, like fucking foot pedicurist or something. Yeah, I actually go, have a way to climb. What the fuck could, am I doing here? And, be a fa- and, you know, and like, you know, it's there. There was a bunch of people after the 2007 and in the 90s during the recession that people that went back, you know, after L.A. Yeah. riots, like people just went back because like shit was fine in Korea at that point. Well, we were talking about that whole like repatriation colony yeah. that that's in Seoul, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what a cool thing that that is for for uh, Korean Americans. My mom, she thinks about going back, but I don't think there's anything there for her. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think as an older person, like a '60s person, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Right. because like you, the pang of loneliness, yes, and, and and the feeling of no community after you've built one for years mm-hmm. in a different country with you know expatriates or whatever, you know. So like it feels, it feels like backwards to her. But I, you know, I've been talking about this a lot. Like I really would love to go to Korea f- for the first time. Yeah, I can't believe. Yes, <laughs> I can't believe I haven't been either. But I would really love to go and try to like make a living there. There's like a part of me that I'm like. I want the feeling of being around my own people and also succeeding. Yeah. You know, like that, that's like a dream of mine. I, I guess that's why I want to like surround myself with Asian Americans in Hollywood. Sure. Cause I want to be like, I'm not, me and you know, fucking, I don't know, Liam Hemsworth. We're not, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Why Liam? Why reach for that celebrity? It's the, it's the more attainable Hemsworth. What are you fucking talking about? I'm not going to be like, yeah, me and Chris, Chris, Chris Hemsworth are on the same page or should be spoken in the same paragraph. Liam, I get. You know, like, or what the are, other brother, the third one in Westworld that no one talks about. Yeah, yeah. What about that guy? No? Okay. Yeah, that guy, I get it. We could square up one one on one. <clears throat> but anyway, I would like to like work and speaking of Labor Day, labor in Korea and like yeah. I, I, I and whatever labor means to you, obviously you have anywhere from rice patty, literally picking rice out so that I could eat pop yeah. <laughs> in my pop sort. Yeah. Or, you know, it could be, you know, inventing things, you know, or like being a professor. It's all labor, some kind of like, you know, work m- moms yeah. have emotional labor. On top of you know fucking getting your keeping your kids alive, yeah, etc. So happy Labor Day to everyone, and I I hope that your work brings you a money to like be settled, but more than money, a sense of um, uh, of pride and satisfaction in how you contribute to your community or to your society. I think that's more important than money, because. Money, after a while, like, you just have money. And you're like, how do I make more money? Like, that's not work. That's just 
you know, fucking exploitation. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an endless capitalism. But like work, I think there's like merits in work. Yes. And merit in labor. What kind of whatever labor that is. I think there is a sense of like pride and real sense of self-worth you can get from hard work. And, yes. and you and I both are like have been indoctrinated yeah. with this like Korean American <laughs> call yes to hard work to yes. hustle to grind to almost to and, no and purpose with no purpose to simply <laughs> work hard right, right, right. and uh, i am i'm certainly guilty <laughs> that's what of we're that. trying to change yeah we're that's what we're trying to change is we can't help but work hard yeah but let's put a little purpose behind it a little little bit of intent all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back with kick-ass koreans Right, guys, it's time for Kick-Ass Koreans. Key! Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Have you seen Shang Chi yet? I have not. Are you going to? Yes. Okay. Is your kid Soul? Is he a Marvel fan? No, he's too scared. I, I mean, my son is such a pussy. He's so scared of everything. He doesn't like, watch superhero movies. He does not. I read to him. Oh, wow. I just read to him the Wikipedia plot summary of every single Star Wars. Movie. Why? This, this boy wept uncontrollably at the third one. Like, he had to be consoled. He had to be consoled. He was just like, oh my God, wow. he died. <laughs> like, it was his father. And, like, it was just crazy to oh, hear someone, like, oh. have genuine surprise about the fact that, you know, that Darth Vader is his father. He went, like, <gasps> and then with the fact that oh, wow. Leia is his sister, she went, <gasps> like that like he was oh. so sh- and I was just reading it out loud like the plot summary from Wikipedia so he can't handle any of this shit he gets too excited I'm sure it was your dramatic interpretation no I was reading it deadpan I was just like trying to push him away I was like <laughs> well if he cried at Star Wars then at uh, the reading of Star Wars yes then don't introduce him to Hamlet or any Shakespeare <laughs> or Wait, any did you watch, dramas did, did you die. did you watch Shishi? I'm watching it tonight. I have tickets for 7 p.m. Okay. But I have been hearing nothing but good stuff from it. Yes. And I'm excited. I I'm so excited, and I have a little bit of tea. Ooh. I have a little bit of tea that I want to share to our Patreon members. So if you feel like being a Patreon, go on Patreon.com/slash/AjumaShow and check that out. You could any level of Patreon gets all the tea. I mean, if you want to listen to Peter play with his Hollywood future. (laughs) Like truly dangle it. Gamble, gamble. Gamble. Like really roll the dice in a way that for you as a as a listener feels excite exhilarating. To me, I'm excited because I know I could someone can use that audio from Patreon. So if you're easy. my enemy so easily. You can get me so hard and so easy by subscribing to Patreon and paying me for the, the the ammunition you need to, to destroy take my ass you, down. destroy. I'm giving you. I'm giving it to you. Please. I I. There would be no better Shakespearean poetic justice than my own paying Patreon fan ruining me. To be that, hoisted I, by your own gossip petard. To be hoisted <laughs> is truly like. I mean, I. This is the reason I have to say to you that the the Patreon is truly worth it for those that reason alone. <laughs> 
<laughs> for that amount of power you hold in your hand to absolutely eviscerate my existence Just in Hollywood. Listen to Peter. Give someone the ammunition to ruin his life. <laughs> and that's the only way I want to be in this career. To always be stepping on my last footbridge. You know what I mean? Like, I know that when, once I get over this bridge, yes. I'm going to turn back and it's going to be burned. In flames. In flames. <laughs> anyway, so tune into the Patreon for that team. It'll come on next week. But um, I'm going to go watch it tonight. Okay. And I'm so excited. And more excitedly, I'm going to shout out the Koreans that are on Korean music artists, music artists. What am mm-hmm. I talking about? Recording artists that <laughs> I, I like that, that music artists. Yeah. Music artists <laughs> that are featured on the Shang Chi original soundtrack. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of them. I'm looking which at is them. Crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. So there's Zion, uh, Zion T, BB, Saudi, DPR Live, yeah. and of course, and those are the Korean, South Korean ones. Yeah. Right. K-pop slash mm-hmm. R&B, and then Audrey Nuna, who oh. is a um, beast, a kick- kick-ass Korean that we shouted out yes. months ago. She's also on a track. Also, I didn't know this, but Anderson Pack, yeah, of the the phenomenal drummer slash soul neo soul artist, yeah, right, yeah. Um, he has that song. I'm gonna leave the door open. Yeah, I'm gonna leave the door open with Bruno anyway, Mars. Yeah, <clears throat> with Bruno Mars. Yeah, uh, super hit. Anyway, uh, he's a quarter Korean. What? His mom is half Korean, half African American, um, from Korea, mm-hmm. and he. He was listed on this list of Korean artists that ha- that are on this uh, on the Marvel um, movie soundtrack, and I was so thrilled. And sure, you know, quarter Korean. I think quarter is like the limit, right? Yes. Where you can claim. Yes. Once you go to one eighth, people be looking at you sideways, like, "All right, we'll give you this scholarship, but <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to prove that you're okay. Ojibwe." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How much? <laughs> Kimchi, have you eaten? Uh. <laughs> Let me see you squat. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that's a test. Yeah. To squat. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a test or to like, me. Oh yeah. Or pace around like you need something. You're yeah. thinking about something and see where the hands hands go. go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I, Zion, T, BB, Saudi, DPR yeah. Live, Audrey Nuna. Congratulations. Being on a Marvel soundtrack must be so fucking cool because A, your songs and music is out there for us to listen to and gives texture and emotionality to the scenes. But not only that, I bet you get insane residual or whatever that's called. We're so happy for your success. Your success. (laughs) We are happy for your wealth. Yes. to bitch, like, how many times is this movie going to be watched, streamed, watched again, blah, 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 and every time your song is used or whatever, I'm sure you're getting paid the zillions. So thank thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you for being uh, our inspirations, music artists, Zion T, BB, Sudi, DPR Live, Audrey Nuna, and we got to give it out for Anderson Pack. Yeah. Those are my kick-ass Koreans today. Kia! Yeah! That's, I'm really excited. I mean, it's like the reviews are kind of like uniformly and a huge box office. Huge box office. This again, telling us like they did this with Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. They were like, oh, these Asians have deep pockets. And, you know, all these yeah. like um, industry articles are being made, like are, are being written. Once again with Shang-Chi, 
Like, this was a character that everyone forgot about. Like, yes. no one paid attention to him, except for, oddly, my boyfriend and his brothers are obsessed with Shang-Chi. <laughs> they, they, like, they grew up reading the um, the comic books. Yeah. I, me, as an Asian, I did not even know Shang-Chi was a yeah. character. Me neither. But, yeah, I I had no idea. But That's like extended this, universe shit, so... <laughs> yeah, but now he's main universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe stage four, phase four. He's part of it. His movie setting up other stuff for Doctor Strange. Like, it's like, ah, I'm so excited. And one more thing, Simu Liu, who's playing Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, everyone's posting this, like, I knew Simu Wen, I knew Simu, and like, uh, 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 like photos of themselves. Yeah. I don't know Simu, but I've done one show with him. Oh, um, it was an Asian AF show. Okay. I was I was doing stand up and he he did a, this sketch um, with one of our friends Gilbert. Okay. Shout out to Gilbert. Yeah. Um, from Hi. the Tiger Belly podcast. Yeah. Hi. And um, they were doing a bit and I remember meeting him and also like I think before the show like everyone went out to get Vietnamese food right uh, around the corner. Okay. Or Thai food and we, everyone was there and I remember thinking like. Wow, this guy, I've seen him in The Expanse and obviously okay. Kim's Convenience. Yeah. And I remember thinking like he had the most beautiful butt I have ever seen oh. on on an Asian man. Yeah. Like he had a bubble butt. Bubble butt. Yeah, and I was like, oh my God, I just met him. I can't stop looking at his butt. Big bubble. <laughs> I mean, a big bubble, a bubble butt boy is something special to see in the wild. Yes, right? Like yes. unexpectedly because from a most, straight man most, too. Yes, that's the thing is yeah. most straight men do not have a big bubble butt. No, butt they're not they're not trying to get that butt plump no. for anything. No. They're like stay away from this. Yes. But yeah, this boy had a nice bubble butt and I remember thinking like, "Oh wow, this guy is there's something special about him. He's the star." And then of course he became a star. Yeah. But um he was always a star, I thought. And he had a quality um, about him? Had a he had a star quality about him. Yes. Outside of there, the bubble butt? Or was the I bubble mean, butt it, had a lot to do with the star quality? It had 91% to do with the star quality. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, here come the next J-Lo in a man's body. He better insure that shit for $9 million because that's a butt. I hope th I hope tonight I get to see Shang-Chi's butt. That's yes. all I'm saying. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's on display. Like all of these, <laughs> all of these like cinematic. I mean, it's like it's I can't. Yeah, Chris Evans is yeah. Bud. We got to you know. We, he has a bubble like, butt. He has America's ass. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes. Butt. I think they have similar butts. Those two. I wonder if there's a, some of the there's a padding there because you know how like women have push up bras. I wonder oh, if they. I bet there is a little bit of padding, but he wasn't wearing padding that day because he was wearing like Chinos. you know normal oh, chinos. <laughs> Flat front khakis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I know. approved. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. I'm really excited. Is it only available in theaters or can yeah, we stream? Yeah, they didn't do that Disney uh, Plus thing, the same day thing. Okay. Or they didn't even like, they're not even promoting it on Disney Plus. Like, remember, did you hear about that? Um, Scarlett Johansson thing. Lawsuit. Yeah. yeah, Scarlett Johansson. And they didn't do that with Shang-Chi. And I think it's because... They didn't think Shang-Chi would make any money. <laughs> really? <laughs> I bet. I bet they were like, no one's going to order Shang-Chi. Let's just like have it in theaters and it'll blip out in two weeks and yeah. then we'll move on. But now they're seeing like, whoa, this is a huge box yes. office hit. Like, I think the first day it, or so far it's made like 75, 85 million. Yes. 
almost a hundred million. Yes, it's a huge That's Labor Day box open. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it is huge, especially what, during pandemic. Yes, like, this is huge. This huge. is huge for us. This is huge for Marvel. It's huge for, for Bucks. It's huge for Bubble Butts. I'm excited for all of us. <laughs> we all win. <laughs> okay. My kick-ass Korean is a local Chicago reporter, Susie Ahn at WBEZ. Um, yeah. She's a working mom. I'm friends with her on Instagram. It's really great to see her. She and I have exchanged a lot of information about being working mothers. And, like, mm. she's from, she's actually one of those um, – and she – the, in the past year and a half or over pandemic and before that has been writing a lot about the Asian American experience specific to even when Minari came out, she's from Alabama. So she's oh. like a very distinct type of, uh, has a very distinct Korean American experience. So um, she, I, I met her when she did uh, stand up for one of the first times. Um, cool. And it was very bizarre. But the reason why I wanted to call it out was because of this article that she wrote about the covenant um, the covenant, the church, yes. the church, oh, and and um, this uh, like sort of sexual scandal that happened, sexual abuse allegations, and she investigated it. And it's like one of the most fascinating articles. I would highly recommend. I'm not going to go into it, but I just for her uh, and Esther Yunji Kang, like they work together on it. It is one of the most fascinating articles about church. And um, what the confluence of like filial piety that exists inside of Asian Americans, the sort of fervent piety that re revolves around the Korean community with regard to Christianity, and then the shame that exists around sexual abuse in our community. And it is fucking intense. It is wild, and I would highly recommend. It's a great read. It's um, if you ever were a part of Korean church life, it will resonate mm -hmm. with you, um, and th that's the main reason why I want to call her out. So, and and and, and the working mother thing. So, yes, Suzy on, yeah, yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> check out Suzy on, and also check out all the musical artists we have shouted out: Zion T, BB, Saudi DPR Live. Audrey Nuna, and also, of course, Anderson Park. Um, listen to them, stream them, download their stuff. I'm so excited uh, to listen. It's, what an exciting time to be a fucking Korean person. I know. I love this. You know, when we started this podcast, we always say there is not enough to talk about, and there's like way more than enough to talk about every week. It's almost overwhelming. Yes. And um, so thank you so much for continuing to listen and uh, su support our kick-ass Koreans. Check out our Ajima, uh, our Ajima Patreon. And we're gonna take a quick coffee break and we'll be right back with some topics to talk about. <laughs> All right, guys, we're back. Okay. So, I, gotta, I wanna I talk about, about something. Yeah. I gotta talk about something. I hear about this. So, I have been, um, I have been in this writer's room for mm -hmm. the last three weeks now, and it feels like a lifetime. It feels like a long time, yeah. Doesn't it? Especially because we moved this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know. But once, I, okay, so this kind of has to do with like my situation is that I feel like I'm taking a long time adjusting into this group. Okay, and um, and, and, you know, it has to do with the fact that like I started off the room. <clears throat> like super talkative, ready to bit and like get yeah. into it. And then I had that meeting with my WGA mentor 
Um, and she told me, did I talk about this on the no. podcast? Okay, so WGA is the Writers Guild. Yeah. And they um, set me up with a mentor, uh, a veteran writer. And she told me uh, as to a response to my question of, this is my first time in a writer's room. Like, I really came off like loud and, yeah. <laughs> you know, participatory and not rude, but like really like engaging. Sure. And throwing ideas out. Yeah, of course. And she was like, no, 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 no. That is a huge mistake. What? You don't do that as a staff writer. That's not your job as a staff writer. It is your job to remain on on mute and only answer things that you, if they come to you, then you give them an answer or you, you, you submit your whatever your thoughts like very infrequently. And when you do it, you better make sure it's fucking hot fire. Okay? Because, yeah, it's because it's very competitive. And I was like, um, okay. And I was like, well, there's another Korean writer in the room. And she goes, well, she's not your friend. What? Do not talk to her. Do not talk to any other writers. They, you guys are, there's, it's either you or them. Like, yeah, it's you v them. It's, ne you know, even if people are nice to you, they're just trying to get you to feel comfortable so that they could fuck you over at the end. And I'm like, what? This sounds like you went through some Something. specific trauma. Yeah. Because it's and not at all the vibe of the room that you got. Not at all. And my dunchi is like pretty fast. Yes. You know? Yeah. Scary. Uh, and, and, like a witch. Like a witch. <laughs> Demonic even. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't get that. So I was really confused by this. And then some of the other writers that were in this mentor meeting were, were like doubling down with her. Saying like, oh yeah, you know, there's an etiquette when it comes to rooms. There's a hierarchy. Senior writers are the ones who are like, you know, running the meetings and like, it's junior writers, staff writers, especially your first time writing, you're there to learn and like make them look good. Okay. So like, yeah, you know. So I was like, okay, I really don't like this at yeah. all. <laughs> you hate being junior. Yeah, or like muzzled in any way, yeah. you know, so I'm like, oh, okay. and I hate hierarchy shit. You yes, know that. you do. I hate the, and that's why I don't do well in the like, young dong seng, sambae thing, because no. I'm very, you and I are very rude in that way. <laughs> you know, like we're very like, you're not better than me. Yeah, you I know, mean, like, if, if we're here I, at the I could same be here time. too. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I'm yeah. doing the same thing. You know, it's very mm -hmm. that. And, you know, remember when you and I were writing in um, in Cards Against Humanity together, we, like, the senior writers would kind of run the room. Right. And then the junior writers would be on mute pretty right. much almost always and then contribute once in a while. Right? Sure. Now, do you... That's not what but, we wanted, though. We wanted okay, you to contribute okay. more. <laughs> right, right. Okay. I, I'm guessing that's right. But remember, okay, not to name any names, yeah. but there were some people that contributed and it'd be like, ah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, how do – I guess I'm struggling with, like, I want to contribute. I want my time. If I'm on Zoom sure. and talking for five hours or pitching jokes for five hours – I want to be comfortable and be me instead of trying to feel out like who should be leading this, who should be, you know? And also I, I want to be 100% humble and aware that I have things to learn. Right. Like and respect are, and respectful. Yeah. 
be respectful. There are things that I just don't know. And that has nothing to do with my self-worth or value. It's just happenstance that I don't know, right? For example, um, we were in a meeting and we were talking about one episode. And uh, lunch was coming up, right? So uh, the showrunner was like, hey, everyone go to lunch, but take take extra 30 minutes to like, make your cuts okay meaning um we our assignment that day was to like this script is 57 pages we have to get to 50 yeah so we have to cut seven pages or whatever right so like everyone go through and contribute what you would cut and why okay you know like how does it cut the fat or like is there a faster way or, or or whatever to do it so i'm i do my cuts on my paper Right, like I have a paper script, yeah, and I, 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 like I'm crossing out, imagining that I'm going to come back from lunch and talk and pitch and consult and be like, okay, uh, all right, let's start at the cold open. All right, cold open. I think the first three lines could be cut down. We could go straight into this joke. Yeah, you know. So that's what I'm thinking. Sure. So we get back from lunch, and the showrunner's like, oh, the other showrunner's like, he's like, oh, actually, I'm gonna take Peter in my room to work on another episode. And the other showrunner who gave me that original yeah. assignment was like, okay, Peter, uh, just send Rachel, our writer's assistant, um, your cuts. And I go, oh, uh, uh, okay. And they're like, okay. And then you do the breakout yeah. Zoom thing, sure. right? So I'm in the other Zoom room now and I'm going, how do I send my paper? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, do I take pictures of each page that I crossed yeah. out with my red pen and send it? And I'm like, should I ask this other showrunner that I'm in this room with, but we're talking about a whole different thing and pause everyone in this group and be like, hey guys, um, how do I send cuts? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you know, like it feels weird to do, right? Of course. Cause it's like obviously showing that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. And I wanna like, if I could figure it out, I'd like to figure it out. Sure. So I just, went through my pages and bullet pointed and sent the writer's assistant like a bullet pointed list of like act one I would cut this on page this act two cut this on page two act three whatever whatever so I send that over and I go I'm sorry if this is not the way you need it yeah I don't know how to do this so please school my ass yeah sent it over she's busy whatever and then later I get an email back saying Hey, um, this is cool for me. I don't care. But if um, the showrunners need it next yeah. time, I believe they prefer it in in X Y Z way yeah. form. Which turns out on final draft, you when they send you the final draft of that episode, you just go through and strike strike through like yeah. you know the strikeouts, yes, the things you want to cut. Sure. And I was like, with no explanation, there was no way. No explanation. Okay. There was no way I would have known to do that. Yeah. Absolutely no way I would have ever guessed to go into the final draft document. I, you guys, I'm so sorry for listeners who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. If it's so Final boring, draft fi- is, a, is a software program. For screenwriters. People, for screenwriters. And it costs yeah. $225. <laughs> it does. And it does. Um, that's like. But you pay yeah. once. It's a one-time payment and then you're, you're good. Um, but it's still $225. And also you can write it off. You yeah. can write it off yes. as a business cost. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> that's what I did. But you buy, you do the final draft and you go through it and you have to cross out the things. And I was like, I don't 
even know what that is. Yeah. You know, and I actually went out with that Korean, um, other Korean writer, who is a Kwansang Kimshi, by the way. We're the same type of Kimshi. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes. So nuts. She has an amazing story as well. Um, And we went out and I was like asking her about it. She was like, oh, yeah, if you go up to menu and blah, blah, blah. And she like explained it step by step for me. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. Can can someone just be clear about what they want? Like, and they all know this is my first staffing position. Sure. You know what I mean? But I guess they don't know if I've been an assistant before. Because I I guess that's why they want you to be an assistant first. Because you learn the technical stuff of like... This is how you storyboard or beatboard this stuff yeah. and how to send it to the and these we have multiple right we have writers assistants and writer writers PA script coordinator and they're doing all the heavy lifting work. Sure. And it's stuff that I've never done. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not bragging that like, oh I I never had to be a writer's assistant. Okay. Yeah. I served people on my knees in a Japanese restaurant <laughs> as a Korean person. So I went through my own. You've eaten shit. Yeah. I've eaten my own shit. So relax. But, you know, I've just haven't eaten this writer's assistant shit. Yeah. So I'm just like having this very conflicted time in my life where I'm like, oh, I'm totally back in noob zone. Yeah. You know, and and it's a little disconcerting because, you know, as a writer, as a comedian, the best I can do for this room is be comfortable so I can bit and I could contribute and, sure. and be funny and be and just be me but like I'm having trouble being me but you're also in student mode right so I'm like it's hard and I, I want to get out of student mode into like master mode where like I can just like this but there are times I can do that like during punch-ups that's the time to shine because I could oh, it's just jokes yeah. but you know there are there's so much stuff that I have to learn that like yeah I, I'm kind of like split in between like student mode master mode student mode master back to back to back to, like I mean are, very, is it organically happening already where you're on mute during times when they're doing the other sort of more technical stuff and then during punch ups you're off mute and kind of contributing in that way yeah yeah so usually I'm trying to not talk as much when it's the whole room right which is 15 people it's a lot it's a lot of people, and there's a lot of <laughs> white men yeah. who are su- like EPs and who've EP'd community and sure. who's like, who's But run- they're also the ones that are running the room. So like. They're running it. Yeah. So they right. get to, they are the ones that get, that's the hierarchy. If there's yeah, like. They're a, a, setting the tone. Yeah. Like I'm never going to be like, all right guys, let's start on 204. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm never going <laughs> to. But if they're going to say person. something, if they say something crazy. You think you feel weird speaking up or putting something in the comments or what do you mean crazy like inappropriate? Yeah. Oh, that's that's uh, that I don't have a problem with. Yeah, okay. I don't have a problem. See, that's the thing like you hit it on the head and like there was a joke about a cr- uh there was a joke about something and I was like oh, maybe we we shouldn't say that. We should say this instead. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for example, this wasn't it, but, like, Eskimo versus, like, Inuit. Yes. You know, just, like, changing vernacular. Sure. And and, and they're very appreciative. They're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool. Like, they're not 
they don't have an ego about it. They're not like, well, I want to say Eskimo and that's the way it's going to go. You know, like <laughs> Eskimo is funnier than Inuit, which is totally wrong because Inuit also is a funny word. There's so many vowels yeah. in that. Come on. True. Yeah. Um, but it's, <laughs> there's an argument to be made either way. But yeah. I, I, it that I don't have a problem with, but that also keeps me, I don't want to always be the woke police. Sure. I, who wants that guy? You know, I, like, ha- I hate that. The I, actually, I, I, I that hate guy? that person. I've never been. That I hate person. that person. Yeah, I've never been that person. No one expects you to ever be that person. <laughs> by the way, to be the woke police. <laughs> and like a lot of times, I just like shut my mouth because I'm like, it'll. I don't know if it's worth saying something about a joke. Yeah, that's a calculus. You gotta I be politic about it. It might be punched up by sure. Lisa Kudrow or whoever's voicing yeah. it might say something else because you know because they do that so like is it worth at this point where we're just generating ideas Mm -hmm. to be like hey by the way actually and then always being that person right yeah and no i feel you i it's stressful yeah that's the job bitch like that's (laughs) it is it is a job (laughs) that's the job you're like talking about like this is the this is what it is to make that calculus about standing up for yourself and like standing up for this and like making sure that this like that's the politics of it it's not just office politics it's the politics of the game like how you want to present yourself all of it yeah Yeah. because believe it or not even as a writer you're still performing Oh yeah, you're still performing in the room, and you're mm-hmm. still, you're still trying to crack each other and blah blah. And like, I want to get to that point where I can be, you know, like if it's me, you, and our friends, mm-hmm. and we're just f- dicking around, like we can just have fun sure. without having to figure out the nunchi of it all. Yeah, you know. But in a new place like this, with obvious hierarchical structures, whether explicitly or implicitly stated, it's there. Yes. And as a almost 40-year-old man, to be put back into, like, it feels like that first day of camp or that first week of camp where you're like, do I want to call my mom and ask her to come get me? (laughs) Yeah, because I don't know where I belong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But honey, you belong there. You're trying to figure out, like, you know, I don't know. This is, I think that's sort of. Um, like, I'm supposed to be at camp. I just don't and it know ends. How, to, how to be at camp. Yeah, and it, it, ends, it ends. It ends. It ends. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's and the I'm thing. And I'm sure, is, like, the last week of camp, I'm going to be like, you're my best friends forever. Yes. yes. But it's like, <laughs> you know. Promise to KIT. And this the thing is, like, it's very much the, uh, you know, I haven't been on too many sets. I mean, as, a, as an infrequent uh, visitor to visitor not too many sets. Yeah. To not many sets. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you this. There is a camaraderie that like rises up from like a production. You know this, like, and you're yeah. like banded together. And then like, like um, a roving, uh, like an actor, like a traveling troupe of people, you disband and then you start, that's, uh, that's that memory, that's that experience. And then yeah. you move on. You figure out yeah. your way here, but it's not an end all be all. The only thing that you can, you don't want to f- create bad impression. And yeah. the only thing, the positive is like you can create lasting friendship with someone that's going to want to bring you on to the next project, want to do that. That's like, yeah. that's the positive. You just can't be, create a bad impression. It doesn't seem like you're making a bad impression. The I, thing I is, like I'm desperately stuff. not, I'm desperately trying to not make a bad impression that I don't know if I'm making a good one. Does that it make sense? It doesn't matter. 
You know those people who are like so trying not to fuck up? Yeah. That you're just like, who Who even are you? Like Peter, I can't imagine so that's safe? who you are. I can't imagine. Even that's... if you were trying to do that, I don't think you could. Because <laughs> I'll fuck it up anyway. No, I just think that you're going to, like, your self is irrepressible. It's being like, repressed right now. I'll tell you that right now. It's even being with repressed. Your, like, you're being anxious and unmute the entire time? No, you're doing punch-ups. You said you're still going up. You're still doing the thing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but you know what it is? It feels like the first time I was on set. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, you kind of hear about what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. And there's this kind of culture. Sure. But you don't actually know. No. You know, like remember the first time you were on set? Yeah. You're like, okay, you see in movies and TV shows, like crafty is a thing. And then. Yeah trailer is a thing and then yes. somebody come gets you or whatever but like you don't really know what the rules are and you feel like that's subtle you yeah know? you're like uh, how do i be how do i you know like there are very few people that are completely comfortable in their own skin in every situation it's true you know and if they are then there's bravo to them there's, there's yeah they're narcissists i bet yeah. but I've, like I've, yeah to not be aware or to be not not care about the group setting yeah again and again and again you and i are so good at that group setting thing mm-hmm. like we know how to read the group and fill in yeah. but with 15 people on zoom that shit is a lot of calculus yeah that's like that's a that's like high level social math mm-hmm. that like i i don't know if i'm like i'm getting like a b minus on right now i don't i the didn't, mid, I, didn't I didn't i mean i'm telling you i i did three weeks of bc calc and i said adieu <laughs> so I finished BC Calc and I was like oh I think I'm gonna go into psychology <laughs> I, like, I can't that was too hard this is so hard shit is so hard it's so hard I mean yeah, just that's what it feels like but the thing is like I think you're trying I don't know if the room itself is BC like maybe trying to figure all that shit out would be BC it's not that room <clears throat> it's the, that it is my first room. Yes, that's what I mean. That's like, what it is. That's yeah. It's just the thing. So yeah, that's not this room. That's your career. It's not this room. Yeah, yeah that's your yeah, career. Exactly. It's so just you, like it just so happens to be the jumping off point, and that jumping off point always feels kind of like. But you can't uh, learn BC. You can't learn BC <laughs> unless you have trig. A B. Yeah. Oh oh, I see. I see. Yeah yeah. You have to have the basics. Yeah, I gotta have the basics. So just learn student mode. Contribute while you can, because there's still stuff in trig that you could apply to BC. Like you still know like how to do some math. You still know yeah. how to do the thing. And so it's like <laughs> being able to figure out, I don't know if trying to figure out the whole thing, but instead of trying to figure out how you can fit it in, you yourself in. It's the how, it. yeah. Like yeah. how do I, how do I fit in? Yeah. I see how other people fit in. Yes. You know, like this person always brings this type of stuff. Yeah. This person's always doing this. This person's always doing this. So like, I'm trying, I, I know like on an improv team how I would fit in. Yes. But I, it's like being, like doing a mashup improv team where like everyone's great, yeah. but you're still trying to like, with your improv uh, team that you've done improv yeah. with, it's 
fine motor skills like yes. you're just muscle memory sure but when you're thrown together on like an all-star team or something yeah i hate that because then i have to come I out and fucking, i have to fucking do like a grounded initiation because no one's coming out i was <laughs> waiting like i wind up doing some sort of weird transactional shit because like that's the game she's like exactly it's like and you're like not into it you're like, like i'll just be a good team player yeah exactly right? i think i'm like that's I'm, what I'm, like, this feels like yes it's like uh, i know that you gotta someone's gotta come out and like edit this shit <laughs> I don't yeah. This is where this is the callback is to something. I mean, I never do it, but I'm saying I could recognize. And like, you know, yeah. and I, I have yeah. wound yeah. up in these positions where I'm just like doing like grounded scenes. Like, why am I? Why am I the That's person doing this? That's not me. I don't That's, do this. I'm literally the worst person this. to be called upon to do this. Like, no. I, this this show is now going poorly because you forced me into this position. <laughs> like, this is actually your fault. Yeah, your <laughs> yeah. expectations did this. Yeah, like your laziness and like wanting to wait to do the killer. At, like to do that punch, to do the yeah. the sniper line, you brought uh-huh. this upon yourselves. So now we're in this scene about now great gardens. Yeah, about great gardens. Yeah. And you have to commit to your little Edie voice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's totally true. I mean, like I think figuring out just where you are and taking that time. But yeah. the student mode is very humbling. It is humbling, and yeah. you know what? It'd be. I would be totally fine with being in student mode if I didn't feel the need to perform. Ah. Like, if I could just be shadowing yeah. and learning from other people and how they do, then it would be different. I'd be like, cool, I'm a student. But I'm when, when you get, at least for me, let's say I was hiring a room yeah. of writers, I wouldn't want a writer like me. Why? Because... I wouldn't want, I would want a writer that doesn't, it's not his first, like, I don't, my room isn't your training wheels. But that's, that's why it's so hard to get into rooms, right? But because see, but, no one ever wants the beginner because they're like, we don't have fucking time to teach you. But you do, because this room is 15 weeks, right? 20. 20, okay. Yeah, so 18 episodes. That's, that's a long time. Yeah, I know. That is the saving grace, yeah. is that... Because there's five months that the first month I could kind of use it as like, all right, just fucking examine. Yeah. See what hits, what doesn't. Yes. How people respond to what. Yes. And who likes to lead, who likes to follow. Yes. You know, just figure like the, the thing out. And then month two to five, just really bring my shit. Yeah. I mean, month two, try out the thing. Month three, solidify. And then the rest kick ass. And then that's how the people remember. Fun. Yeah. And that's yeah. how people will remember. That's you. my that, goal. Yeah. You know, like in a 13 week room, it, that's harder. But it's like that just means it's the same thing, but accelerated. <clears throat> exactly. So, yeah, I have hope that I'm going to grow into myself and a very good contributor to this room or any room. But, but that's it the reason is why hard. they brought you it on, even though it's right your now. first room. Even though it's your first room, that's the reason they want a different point of view. They want to, you know, they know that you'll bring jokes. Right. It's like they also know that they you'll want be able, me. They want you. Yeah. yeah. That's like that's the whole point. It's like that. The, for every sort of first, you know, person that's a first time writer in a room, it's like yes. But that's the gamble that they're taking on you, and you have to believe yeah. in yourself that, like, the fact that they even brought you on, that's validation that's the, enough. That yes, the validation. <clears throat> yes. But, but, you know, like, it, it, yes, absolutely. So it just takes a little bit to get to know how to, quote, send cuts. Or, you know, like, every time I have to learn something new, I have to really approach it as like, hey, there's no shame in not knowing because 
I'm not supposed to know. Why wouldn't you just have asked the writer's assistant how to do it? Well, it was too late. It was after lunch and I had already made my cuts ready to pitch. I didn't realize there was like a way to do it. Yeah, I mean, just what I'm saying. Like, it's just, just like asked her before like, you sent in like, or as you sent it in. Oh, you did ask her. As I you did. Sent it. Yeah. I said, hey, this is what I'm assuming. If yeah. it's different, let me know. And then she And that's fine. It. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's some stuff that I just need to relax about because I shouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. How would you know? How would I know? And I have to get over this, like, this expectation I put on myself to be like, well, they hired you, so you better fucking show up with gold, bitch. <laughs> I mean, is, is anyone like that in the room outside of the people that are like, you know, was, is anyone like that outside of the people that are like EP and like producers, showrunner people? No. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> so yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> Woo! This has been great. This is awesome. You know, I. This is why this podcast is important because I get to talk about this shit and express how I feel without having to go to my bosses and be like, "Am I doing it right?" You know what I mean? Because I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. I don't. And it's not even about pride. Like, it's, I, if I was a showrunner, I would not want a junior writer to be like, can you hold my hand? Like, bitch, we are on a network prime time. Like, we're go, go, go. We're always behind. What do you mean, hold, show you something? You better ask somebody. Yeah, I mean, I don't even, yeah, you can't even ask, like, on set, you can ask the director that. I usually ask the makeup girl, like, was I okay? I know. I always <laughs> ask hair and makeup, like, am I supposed to do it this way? <laughs> Do they seem mad in Video Village? Like, right. do they do they seem mad or do they seem happy? I like usually the ladies. I mean, they're so. I mean, this is and this is why you love hair and makeup on a set. It's like they're like, oh no, he's My usually people. yeah, he's he's they're like he's usually like this if he's mad or like blah blah blah. It seems okay. Yeah, you know, they never give you too much and they never give you too little. They you give you just I mean? enough. Yes. They're, yeah, they're to not they're kill like, yourself. Yeah. Yes, they're like. Honey, I don't want to stay any longer. You better <laughs> fucking get it in the next take. <laughs> it's truly like I mean yeah. that's and it's the same thing. It's like why you were not going to the dire director? Like you've talked, you figure it out, and also you are making friends in the room. So like you have someone now yeah. to lean on as well. Now I have a, a, a Kwangtang Kimchi, the yeah. same Kimchi, to let me know what's up. Yeah, you know, and she was very like she and she came from a whole different routes she went the whole like assistant yeah to showrunner to writer's assistant to you know now to getting staffed yeah and now being like upper to junior to whatever level producer level yeah. you know she's really worked her way up through the system wow. whereas i like dump truck beep 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 backed into it and unloaded my trash all over <laughs> the system <laughs> But either way, we're both here and it yeah. feels great, you know, and I could learn a lot from her and I'm sure vice versa. But like she's been in the the the, the system of it all yeah. for so long that she's she's gotten it down. And, you know, after having dinner with her, you know, we had like drinks and, yeah. and you know, like yeah, yeah. and all that. And we sat down and we had a, you know, really nice kiki. And she 
it was really nice to know that like someone has my back. Yes. And I have her back no matter yeah. what. Like just because we're both Korean. Yeah. You know, like there's there's a b- instant bond there. Yes. You know, so like that felt so cool to me that that I could have that in inside of a room in Hollywood. Yeah. That's like a really special. I can't stress that enough. It's so special and so rare and so unique. Yeah, that's the reason why, that's why, like, in every single room, when there's a, only, when there's a token, they're, like, people don't, under, like, that, how almost cruel that is to that person versus, like, just having, yes. you know, whatever. But they don't get it. They're like, oh, we finally did it. We let one of them in. Let's Wait, so how long table. has she been working inside of Hollywood? <clears throat> how long? Like, how many yeah. years? Yeah. Um, boof. I don't know if I know that answer. But she's been working since, like, New Girl. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was her first room. That's like 10 years ago. Yeah, she's been at it. (laughs) (laughs) This bitch is fucking killing the game. Yeah. And like, I'll tell you what, as a family member, I'm very proud. (laughs) (laughs) I am. And like, and we are distantly related. We are closer related than you and I are. Yeah, I'm sure. So she's from like, her family is from like northern part as well. Um, I don't know where, but it's, yeah, I don't know. I, we actually didn't get into her family's whereabouts, but, um, she has an aunt over there, she told me, but she was very surprised that I don't speak Korean, uh, that I haven't been to Korea. Yeah. After she heard me speak Korean, she was like, what the fuck? Cause you're very, your Korean is very good. Yeah. It's excellent. (laughs) (laughs) I said very good. (laughs) Okay. 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 Um, but yeah, it is good. I, it, it's just something that I've been struggling with this week and just wanted to share that with you guys. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, we're out of time. So, <laughs> okay, I guess we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back with our favorite new section of the show. It's called AMA Ask Me Anything. All right, what's our question today? So this is coming from uh, social media. This is a question that, okay. How do you tell someone you don't want to hang out with them anymore? Okay, do you just ghost or be straight up? Huh. How do you tell someone you don't want to hang out with don't them? Don't want to hang out with them anymore. <clears throat> well, the way I told my mom is that <laughs> I... <laughs> um, okay, so s- recently, uh-huh. like I would say mid-pandemic or early pandemic, I did have a conversation with a friend of mine. Oh, and this is kind of different. It's not about hanging out per se. It's more sure. about like um, creating together. Okay. So I hope this helps. I don't know. I'm just really thinking of it now. But like, yeah, <clears throat> it just like wasn't. It just wasn't working organically. You know okay. when you're like, oh, we should try this, and then you try it, and you're like, okay, we tried it. Yeah. And then you move on, right? Yeah. And 
I, I don't know. That's that's how I do things. <laughs> that's how I collaborate. Is that um, which is probably a bad way, but I I am a believer of if it doesn't feel natural, then it doesn't feel natural. You know. It, so then you just ghost. No, 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 not about ghosting, but, like, I have to be honest about it instead of, like, eking my way through it because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Like, sure. Because at the end, that's just going to – it's going to be worse, right? Yeah. So I like to pull Band-Aids. <clears throat> okay. I like to just go – and so I let him know, hey, I don't know if we should be doing this anymore. Like, I'm getting busy. I think we had a great run. Yeah. But blah, blah, blah. And it was something that I think hurt their feelings sure uh because they had this expectation of me sure right and i just wasn't meeting it and um and i didn't want to meet it anymore yeah so i had to be like hey honestly this i don't think this is gonna work um so but we did not talk for like a short stretch after that How but long? now we are talking okay yeah but but they told me that it was they had to like kind of process. Okay, because they were really yeah. hurt. <clears throat> they were hurt, and I apologize for hurting their feelings. Okay, but um, but they are now fine, and we're fine now. We're friends. Okay, but they had to take some time away from hearing that news. So how does this relate back to the question? I think being straight up is always better because. A, the amount that they are hurt sure. is going to be less, I think. It's going to be more intense for sure. Uh-huh. But, it, but I think it's worth it because it's a shorter amount of hurt. Does that make sense? Yeah. The truth hurts. Yeah. You're talking about but like the, it's a short, intense lie, pain. Versus long, befuddled, long, deep. shame, like yeah. it, like a uh, um, long, longer period of like confusion to ultimate yeah. hurt. Yes, and it exactly. could be, and you could still be the same amount of pain. Yeah, why drag? Was it, out? it real? Yeah, and also like the truth may hurt, but the lie leaves scars. There's more like long-term damage being done if you lie f because of the sake of their not hurting their. Okay. Feelings. I mean, I if I, I okay, so in this, if I, 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 I'm a pussy, and I hate, uh, okay. <laughs> I hate, you hate confrontation. I hate confrontation. Um, I but thrive. I, I, yes, <laughs> and um, but I also have nunchi, so like I've never been like if someone's yes. gonna hang out with yes. me, I just like pick up on them. Like okay, I'm not gonna bother them anymore. That's cool. Like I leave it alone. <laughs> Yeah, but this is a, this is about the opposite. Opposite, right? So I if someone that, doesn't have nunchi. So then I try to give them these signs, like hey, like they'll whatever. okay. Give I, me the first sign. Let, let's role play. Okay. Let's say I'm like, I don't know, some girl named Shayna. Yeah. That you were like getting close to, but you're annoyed now. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Unji, do you want to hang out this weekend? Yeah. Just give me a text. I'm like super busy though. Oh, okay. Well. When are you not busy? Because I'm free all weekend. I don't know. I can't even think about it right now. Okay. I gotta go. Well, bye. I'll text you on Friday. <laughs> okay. Love you. <laughs> Friday. Cut to Friday. Hey, haven't heard from you all day. What's up? Are you mad at me? <laughs> Your face. 
<laughs> you're like, yes. <laughs> you're like, how do I get this shivalion out of my face? Uh, and then I so then I don't reply until after really late. I'm like, oh my god, oh my crazy. god, just saw this. Yeah, just saw this crazy oh, day. That's good. That's good. And you I, have Android, so you could get away with just something. Yes, because yeah. I don't. I, oh I'm really. I need to get an Android. Fuck. <laughs> that should be their marketing campaign. <laughs> Want to leave someone on red without them knowing? But it's also because people, because I have a kid, people just assume I'm very busy and like blah blah. They leave me alone. Oh, but if nice. someone is desperately trying, I do. I do a ghost, and it's never like a straight up like. I don't do a ghost. I always do follow up. I'm always friendly, blah, blah, blah. But for me, I can't be intense friends with you. I want to be this level of friendship with you. Right. Okay. So, so I let's bring talk it down to that. that. I bring it down like, to that. How, how, but she doesn't get it. You're like, I want to be brunch once a month friends. Yeah. But this bitch trying to learn about your family trauma. Okay. So then that's a, that's for me, it's a hard, like, I just don't respond. Like if she's trying to respond, uh, respond I don't, I don't reply. I'm oh, not because like okay. that's that's just I, I'm not gonna turn around and be like I don't want to be friends with you <laughs> <laughs> like I can't I can't do that like a psychopath yeah like me like yeah me. I can't yeah. I, I can't be like you. I don't I, you don't know me like that I don't want to know you like that and I don't know why you want to know me like that <laughs> I'm crazy <laughs> like I can't I can't do that. So I just do a slow face. Slow, yeah, slow creep out. So, but it's not even a creep out. Like I still want to be friends with them. Like you know, I just it's just to a level that I'm comfortable with, right. and like you know, that's that's all I do. I push it down. And I push it down. There's times where I like regret, certainly regret that choice, and I like, reach out again, and they may not reach out to me, and that's fine. But I also yeah. I'm very like whatever, whatever. I mean, friendship should not be. Friendship Life or is a, death. Yeah, and friendship <clears throat> yeah, is a it joy. It should be easy. Yeah. yeah. It should be supportive. It should yes. be communal. Like, you shouldn't have to, like, be constantly fighting with your best friend. Like, oh, we're like sisters, so we always, like, neg each other. What? Yeah. No. That's not what friends are. Like, and, and, so, and sometimes some people's writings, writing partners are like that. Neggy? Na not neggy, but, like, confrontational. Toxic? Yeah, Ugh. toxic. And they, like, the they're fuck? they're working together, but they're, like, they don't, they resent each other or do things like that. But they're, like, also not really friends. Like, they <gasps> oh work really I well have, together. Oh. Yeah, well, they work well together, but interpersonally, they can't. They cannot. Be friends. Yeah. I, I hear a lot of writing partners like that. Yes. See, that's why I don't have writing partners. But that's, I think that's good to find someone that, like. You can work with, but not be friends not with? Not be friends with. Because that's business, then. That's true. You're right. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I don't want to compromise creatively with someone that I don't also get along with. Well, I, I think that that's ultimately my path because it's just like I'm. You need you need someone to. Compromise with. Otherwise, I'll just go yeah. crazy. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a pretty easygoing friend, but I'm a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm a crazy person, but I'm an easygoing friend. So I think that's, like, helpful for me and my, like, over-analyzing, overthinking sort of, like, shit. Mm -hmm. To, like, be with someone that's like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, I, I, I trust yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. versus, like, a stranger. I'm like, you're a fucking incompetent person. Why are you even doing comedy? Like, you know. <laughs> like, because <laughs> you know? like, I feel about a stranger the way I would feel about myself. 
Like, you know, this is not a person to be trusted, like, blah, blah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way about strangers. Yeah. I can't trust strangers. No. It's just part of, I think it's like, for me, it's immigrant stuff and also New York City stuff. I just, whenever someone approaches me, I'm immediately like scammed. There's a sale. They want something. They're trying to distract me while someone's trying to pickpocket me. You know, yes. like, everything's going through my mind. Yes. And sure, maybe that's not of good mental health or sound mental being, but... It is my, I don't know how to like pull that down. Yeah, I mean, you've also rarely been robbed. <laughs> so, I mean, no, I'm just saying. Well, after the times I've been robbed. Yeah, it's what I mean. It's mugged. like, yeah, yeah of so course. Like, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, that's what I mean. I, been, I mean, it's just like you learn this shit. This is not yeah, like. It's street I, it's smarts. Just, it's, yeah, it's street yeah. smarts. It's like, I probably got my eyes out. Like, today we went to this fair and I was just like, these. But the, you know this like this clan this like, clan of Roma that were like running the um, mm -hmm. carnival games. Yeah. Like we literally watched a scam go down. Like this lady <laughs> left her because they were like left her credit card there and they just stole it and then she was like oh, oh he, she was like oh, but it was like no you you dumb bitch this is what's gonna happen. You clearly see all these. No one's winning these games. And my son watched. I was like looked at him. I was like no this this is a scam. And then I explained what a scam was. Now he knows. <laughs> That's so funny. That's the type of fucking mothering that you can learn on this podcast. And that's Every our week. Labor Day. That's our Labor Day episode. You guys have a wonderful holiday. If you are working, we are so sorry. Thank you for working. Yes, thank and you so much. We appreciate you so much. Check out the Patreon for other stuff. Um, ask us AMA questions on the socials and ajumashow at gmail.com. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.